Battle Ready Broadcast, believing what it says. That was it. That was the signal. <laughs> okay. Thank you for joining us. Welcome to Battle Ready. We're glad you're with us. We are in Ephesians, and we're going to finish up chapter one and move into chapter two. So I think we'll just go ahead and just jump right in and get at it. Laura, start us off where you bring us back up to where we are in chapter one. I prefer we just start to read. All right. Let's well, then let's read just read. 15. We left off at chapter uh, in chapter one at verse fifteen. So let's finish reading from verse 15 in Ephesians chapter 1. And he writes, Wherefore I also, after I heard of your faith in the Lord Jesus and love unto all the saints, cease not to give thanks for you, making mention of you in my prayers, that the God of our Lord Jesus Christ, the Father of glory, may give unto you the spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of him. The eyes of your understanding being enlightened, that ye may know what is the hope of his calling, and what the riches of the glory of his inheritance in the saints, of his inheritance in the saints, and what is the exceeding greatness of his power to usward, who believe according to the working of his mighty power, which he wrought in Christ when he raised him from the dead, and set him at his own right hand in heavenly places." far above all principality and power and might and dominion and every name that is named, not only in this world, but also in that which is to come, and hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church, which is his body, the fullness of him that filleth all in all. So if we stop there and we say, that's really the end of chapter one from 15 on is Paul's reason for writing this letter in the first place. Mm-hmm. He said, here's what I'm praying. Ever since I found out that there was a church, right, growing there and that you are saved and I hear the reports of you, I have been praying for you. And he said, I just want you to know, I want you to have your eyes open. I want you to mm-hmm. be wise because this is a church, Gentiles, right? This mm-hmm. is a church of people new. He said, and I want God to just show you all these amazing things that mm-hmm. he's showing me because we're the same in mm-hmm. Christ Jesus. Mm-hmm. I'm thinking that's the reason we do battle ready. Mm-hmm. I, I want if the, we don't we don't want you to remember our funny stories or something cute that we say or think, boy, aren't those smart ladies? Like the whole purpose yeah. of being on here is that you hear the word of God mm-hmm. and that God opens your eyes to it because you can literally hear it your whole life and not Ever get it. Get it. it. You can see it in church your whole life and not see it, not understand it. It's a it, I real do you realize how precious it is that God allows you to understand? So if you are listening and you're studying along with the Bible and you're saying, I'm starting to understand this and it means something to me, and I'm getting this I'm getting a vision of who Jesus is, I'm getting a vision of what the plan is. That's a gift. And that's what You've we had want. your eyes that's open. Yeah. And that's the point of the ladder. That's the point of this mm-hmm. us being here on a Saturday night instead of somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Is that that your eyes will be open. Mm-hmm. Because if, if I'm telling you what the Holy Spirit gives me, because mm-hmm. I don't have anything to give you, but if I'm telling you what the Holy right. Spirit gives me and you're receiving it and the Holy Spirit's there with you, something wonderful is going to happen. Mm-hmm. Right? You're going to mm-hmm. get the big idea of this thing. And the big idea is Christ. Christ and his position of authority. So mm-hmm. Christ has left the earth, but his spirit is here with us. But Christ is sitting on the right-hand side of the Father. Mm-hmm. And Paul said, I want you to understand what that means to you, literally and really, mm-hmm. as you're a Christian on this earth. Like here's Paul. He says in another place, I don't want you to get discouraged because of my chains or what I have to go through. And say, oh, well, there must this must not be the right way because look how Paul's suffering. Mm-hmm. He said, I want you to get that there is so much more than what you see 
so much more than what you hear and understand and have God open up your eyes to it mm-hmm. so that you can live like somebody who knows the truth. Mm-hmm. And the truth is he's in a position of power. Not only is he in power, he's in a position it's of authority. influence. Mm-hmm. And not only influence, but intercession. All things are under right? his feet, right? It says, and he hath put things under his, he hath put all things under his feet and gave him to be the head over all things to the church. I mean, I know this seems obvious, maybe if you've been in church for a long time, but the fact that the person sitting right beside the Father, who is the same, he and the Father are one, taking my case. Mm-hmm. Like, there's, I don't have to worry about anything because he's on my side. He's, mm-hmm. he's, I'm in Christ, and Christ mm-hmm. is making my case to the Father, and the Holy Spirit is making God's case to me. He's correcting me and saying, now listen, here's how God wants you to see it. He's doing it through His Word and through prayer, but just His presence. So this if is you, a new if way you to have, see things. If you have trouble with that, don't be dismayed, because that's exactly what you said, why He's writing to this group and of people, why, yeah. because they're struggling with that a little bit. They want some. They want the ones that have been Gentiles to do things like the Jews did, and the Jews, the Gentiles, I mean, it's, you can see that this new body, this new multifaceted family of God, they, they, can't, they can't reason amongst themselves that it's just Jesus, not what you do and how you do it and did you do this and did you do that they're trying and that's the same thing they're Paul's trying to, trying to they're trying to figure out how Je- they think jesus is not enough mm-hmm. so what can i add mm-hmm. yeah and we still have that in churches today right we have to be right. careful with that but that's not only not a great uh theology that is the opposite of correct of theology the, the, and when I you think, start questioning that Christ is enough. And I think the more that you study, I, I don't know, this is just me, and maybe it's just the way it's hit me in the last few months, but almost always we are exactly the opposite of what he really said to do. Mm-hmm. We have we have tur- twisted it and turned it, and we like it this way, but that's not what he said. He said this. See, I'm having trouble with my physical vision right now. Mm-hmm. You get a little bit older and your prescription starts changing. Things happen. Mm-hmm. So I'll sit down and study my Bible and I've got my glasses on that work good for the rest of the things I'm doing. All of a sudden I can't read the words on the page. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. I, I have to take these off to read. And, and then somebody the walks in. I know. And then somebody walks in the room and I have to put my glasses on to see who they are. <laughs> <laughs> so I have to take them off to look at the Bible. And I have to put them. I'm having that go on. And I think that's such a, a word picture for what most of us feel as Christians, we're trying to have that vision for, okay, how does this world work? So I've got my glasses on. I can see now this is what's important in the world and the things I'm trying to keep hold of. But but then what does God want? And I take them off, and I right? And then I'm trying to get focused on this. And sometimes we feel like those two worlds just, I can't. Put them together. I can't put that together how mm-hmm. it's supposed to be. But Paul mm-hmm. said, here's why I'm giving you such a big overview of the gospel is that I want you to have Christ's vision, his air view, high mm-hmm. in the cloud beside mm-hmm. God the Father, view of your life and see what the big picture is and has always been so that you don't keep switching back and forth, and the but you know is, how to navigate this world. We live so far beneath our privileges because if we would just believe and do what he says. This is our father's world. Right. He knows the rules to it. And he knows exactly what <laughs> he, knows he has rules. lost. It. And all of this is in his hands. He's, right. he's got it. We just we just can't. We keep thinking we've got some better answer. Or, or I think Kate was telling me um, this week about uh, depression that the the scientists have said now they're really if i'm i might not be saying that right but there is no such chemical thing as depression now it's something else 
you know, for years you've believed this, and now we're changing it, and, and I don't want to say that wrong, so I'm not going to say Don't it. take medical advice from us. No, no, and I'm no, not going to say that wrong. Well, what you're saying is they've made a new discovery. They've made a new discovery, and this, what is they've said not, before. this is not what they've always said, yeah. and we know that to be true. Mm-hmm. I mean, remember. They do it on all kinds of things. They do it, babies, don't give them Tylenol. I mean, just things that they've said over the years. Yeah. And yet we always put our confidence there. We don't have any trouble saying, okay, that's what they said, so that's what I'm going to do. But here is the word of God that really has never changed. Mm-hmm. And we have, we, we like to twist it because we like to add to or take from or make it fit what we want. But the truth is it's never changed. But what's interesting in Ephesians is, like a lot of times when Paul's making a case, He's making it to Jewish believers, mm-hmm. and he's telling them, you "God has never changed. You've known this all along." Uh-huh. But now, and at the, but at the same along. time, with this church full of Gentiles, he's literally saying the same thing. He's like, "You don't know Jewish history, but, but no. let me tell you, from the beginning, we were all one people, one we family. Were. God's plan's always been to bring us together. It's always been mm-hmm. that He wanted to mm-hmm. save all that would. So at the same time, He's telling them also." You've known this all along. Mm-hmm. And You're just forget, now seeing it manifest. And don't forget, too, one real. of my favorite verses in the Old Testament, and I believe it's in Psalms, is David, or Solomon 1, says, Open thou mine eyes, that I might behold wondrous things. Our eyes always have to be open. If we're not careful, we're looking down, and we're not looking up to what God has to show us and what God wants us to know. We're we're looking inward. We spend way too much time looking at ourselves and and what worrying about me and mine and ours when we should be opening our eyes to see the bigger picture. Well, I mean, I'm not in the greatest shape, well, right? Me either. And one thing that I noticed that I do because I know before I start, like I, I still want to do all the things I can do with my kids and go and I, I need to be in better shape, need to be healthier, but I'll get out there and I'll and I'll know before I even start how tired I'm going to be and how much it's going to hurt. So I will notice I'm looking down. Mm-hmm. You know, I will just find myself like, how many steps? How many steps? After, you know what? I, mm-hmm. That's terrible. I way to, I'm just trying I to do. give you a word picture. I'm thinking about my feet. Mm-hmm. And the whole time I'm thinking about my feet, I am literally preparing myself for failure and yes. to be tired and to be hurt. Mm-hmm. But if I can lift my head, that's exactly what I've been doing. Getting ready if for this I can trip, lift I'm my taking. head to what we're doing and the beauty all around me, mm-hmm. and, and we're laughing, laughing and joking mm-hmm. and we're having a good time, and we're then I can go ten times as far as I would looking at my feet, mm-hmm. and it's the same way spiritually. It is absolutely. If I can look in, if I can dwell on my Father, we don't. If I can dwell about. on Jesus Christ, right? I can go so much farther and so much better in His strength and His power mm-hmm. than I can in my own. And when I'm looking at my feet, like. I have to be perfect today. I have to be good today. I have to do right today. I have, to, and I'm looking at what I'm doing, and I just, I'm already tired. And I'm already beat before I start. You missed the whole thing. I'm looking thing. at the wrong view. Mm-hmm. You and I think that's up. a perfect. I think that's a perfect segue into segue into chapter two. Yeah, because that's exactly what I think he's trying to tell them: is mm-hmm. stop looking just at look up, look around, stop dwelling on yourself so much. And look at what God has provided and did. There is a big picture. We have good. Mm-hmm. We like. And I'm. I'm. Unfortunately, I am not a great in great health myself. But it's a lot of it's my own fault, right? It's my own things that have put me where I'm at. But we worry about our physical health. We don't spend a great deal of time worrying about our spiritual health. We just assume that it's okay and it's. We'd, but there's so much the same between those two things. And you have to work. You have you to know do that? something with your there's spiritual There's so much the same too. between those two things. Yeah. 
because God made it. That's why the patterns are the same. I'm sorry. You know, sorry. <laughs> Bless you. <laughs> now, now you got it. You okay. it. <laughs> so let's go ahead and but read our in spiritual chapter. health is just as important, yeah. and we don't put it's near, more important. We, right, and we don't put near the time and effort into our spiritual health that we we would. Some of us would rather not eat for a week than miss our exercise or eat candy or drink pop. We would we would rather not do anything but that. But our spiritual health. We really have no insight into what makes us grow and what makes us wise in the Lord and how the Spirit leads us. We we leave that over here somewhere and just assume it'll be okay, right? But and we Paul need to describes do it. it. Paul, same Paul who wrote this book Paul, describes it as being a race mm-hmm. and stripping away all the things that that would slow you down, you down or mm-hmm. hold you down or make you unable to move, and just getting as free as you can with your head up mm-hmm. to run like you're going to win. And, and he says, when you run, run like you want to win. Run, yeah, don't fight don't, the don't air. Run right? like, don't don't run the like air. you're practicing running in place. Run like you want to win the race. Mm-hmm. Right? And get and, and that is spiritually and physically yeah. true. Yes, I right? agree. I that's agree spir- with that. That's both things. So and I also true. think sometimes if you quit looking at yourself so much, and I know we all do that. I mean, I, I feel like in the last year there's been lots of reasons for me to be pitiful to myself. But you can't do that. You can't stay that way and help anybody else. But I also think if you get your eyes off yourself so much, and I say that to anybody who is in that situation, yes, life is rough. Stuff happens. It's bad. Sometimes you have to waddle your way through it. But God is always there with you, right? I don't always know what the right thing to do next is, but I know He does. But when you get your eyes off what your problem is and start looking up, and then you start to see space. then you start to see things happening that are already answers that you didn't even recognize the answer to you didn't you didn't know you just it's just it that's faith that is when you start to put your faith in action mm-hmm. so chapter 2 okay verse 1 of ephesians and ye i'm sorry and you hath he quickened who were dead in trespasses and sins mm-hmm. Wherein in time past ye walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air, the spirit that now worketh in the children of disobedience, among whom also we had, we all had our conversation in times past in the lusts of our flesh, fulfilling the desires of the flesh and of the mind, and were by nature the children of wrath, even as others." I think that's a very important verse for church people, especially. You, he hath quickened. Quickened means made alive. Mm. You were the walking dead. I, I'm amazed by zombies. I hate zombies. <laughs> <laughs> and how much kids. I hate zombies. This is a picture of that. Mm-hmm. You were literally walking around, and you probably looked absolutely lovely. Mm-hmm. And, and you and you had everything together, and you were going to work and having a family and living life. Mm-hmm. But the fact is, spiritually, you were dead walking dead you were the walking dead he said but but he's talking to christians but god's made you alive Mm -hmm. so there's a different way that now if you walked in the room slowly i wouldn't scream and run away (laughs) thank you because you're not a zombie you're not the walking (laughs) dead you are a living human being but if a zombie walks in this room staggering and and arms falling i'm out (laughs) right because that's that that's a frightening and terrifying thing. You'll probably want to eat my brain. Here's the thing. 
God had took a bunch of us spiritually dead people and he made us alive. <laughs> and he wants them to know he didn't make some of you alive, but some of you were already pretty okay. And he didn't take some of you who were midway and he gave you a little bit. Mm-hmm. And some of you were way down here and you had to do a lot. God, he said, all of you. Had, and that conversation means your lifestyle, mm-hmm. your way of living, not just your speech, but everything about you in the times past. The of our past. flesh, the desires of our flesh, and of the mind, the desires of the mind, and were by nature children actually, of wrath. He actually accuses you of being filled with the spirit of Satan. That's mm-hmm. what he says. That's in, what he says. In verse 2, and I think people would probably be very shocked by that. They would say, you know, I wasn't a Christian. But, but I've I never worshipped Satan, Satan or mm-hmm. been involved with Satan in any way. But, but the says, truth is, in times the past, spirit, he walked according to the course of this world, according to the prince of the power of the air. Who is Satan. Mm-hmm. So, and in what way did you do that? Well, not having anything to do with God was one of it. But it's also the same sin he committed. Mm-hmm. His sin he wants to commit is, I don't want to be under the authority of God. I God. want to be the authority and be God. That's what he said to Eve. You, want, you think... want to be like God. That's what he says to King Saul in mm-hmm. Israel. You know, when he, you don't hear Satan speak. It's not written down what Satan says. But Satan is, or Saul is given an opportunity to obey God or to bring glory to himself. And he, and he says, I don't want to be under God. God said to do this. That would put me under God, obeying him. I want to be my own God. I want to I want to figure this out for myself and then I'll do something when I make my own decisions. I'm not going to be evil about it. I'm going to do noble things and grand things and offer good mm-hmm. offerings and mm-hmm. and do what everybody expects me to do as a as a king of Israel. Mm-hmm. But I'm going to make sure that the person who gets glory for this battle's me. Mm-hmm. That's what Saul said. It's the same lie. And we also, I mean before we were saved, we didn't think we were worshiping satan I, I don't we think didn't think we were following that, right? satan or in the spirit of satan but the truth is we were living our life like we didn't know there was a god like it was irrelevant to us that he existed at all mm-hmm. even though we were made by him and made for his purposes which we're going to talk mm-hmm. about in this chapter. and should be thankful for right? for our gifts and talents i've the one that always amazes me and, and i'm guilty of this is thinking that i was smart without any help from anybody mm-hmm. right you know i i could do a lot of things you know, just by in the your nature own ability. of the fact that I'm pretty in smart. You know, look at us, how smart we are. Without but knowing where your ability came where from. Where did it come from? Where did that gift and ability come from? Correct. And you see it in your kids. You just don't see it in you. You see it in your kids. When your kids, you've, you've abundantly blessed your kids. We all do that. With all that we have, we give them the best. And then you watch them not care about it or not acknowledge it or waste it. Squander what they've been given by their families. Mm-hmm. I, I'm not saying anything bad about them. I'm just saying they don't. They don't turn around and say, "Hey, all this that has been given to me." Thank you for that. So yeah. I'm gonna, I'm gonna, mm-hmm. right? Take better. Care I'm just of saying we days. know kids like that. I'm not pointing out my kids or anybody else's kids. I'm just saying, and we've been that kid who didn't realize we've been that kid with God who didn't realize that everything we have came from Him, mm-hmm. and He had a design purpose for it, mm-hmm. and we've used it for our own glory and wasted it on our own selves, and, and we love. lived a selfish, selfish lifestyle. We've all been that kid, and He said, "Not you need to recognize the fact that you were." dead now why is that important because you got to remember where you you have to remember that you were dead you were hopeless yes you weren't sick you were dead Mm -hmm. right Mm -hmm. you weren't you weren't a little bit good headed to purgatory you were headed to a devil's hell Mm -hmm. by your own hand Mm-hmm. We were born in sin, and we had, this. but we also chose sin. Yeah. All of us walked according to that. 
spirit and, and we I, all and I walked think it's according important. to that plan i know i've heard people I, even I, the good people yes I've we're heard, doing it for i i've the wrong heard purposes. good people in church that i think a lot of and and sometimes they forget where they came from notice i th- i think it's important to notice the little words mm-hmm. verse three among whom also we all oh. All of us. None of us missed mm-hmm. that. None of us got past that. We all even the good did boys that. and girls. Yeah, we because you didn't acknowledge the thing where but, it came from. And being good's not the good. That's not right. the answer, right? Being good. We being all, good is a good thing. Follow God's ways, and you will have a much better life. You will reap what you sow. Yeah. You sow good things, yes. you'll reap good things. Sow bad things, you'll reap bad things. But on top of everything, no matter how good you've been and how nice a neighbor you are, this is saying that every one of us before Christ were completely and totally spiritually dead. And haven't you heard people who kind of brag on their lives a little bit? And I know I'm, I'm mm-hmm. stepping off the stage a little bit, but that, you know, I never did this and I never did that. And I've always been this and I've always done that. And I've given up a lot of my time to do good things. And I don't know. And it's almost like there's this underlying current of resentment that I did all those things, right? You, you know, and it, you don't realize that that was never, that's not the prize. The prize is Christ, mm-hmm. right? So you got to be careful because we can become very bitter thinking we're doing all these great and wonderful things, but that we've missed the point again. Mm-hmm. And verse four has my two favorite words Let's do in it. the universe. Like these two words, already I have chill bumps, bumps mm-hmm. thinking about hearing them because this is not the only book they're in. Paul will give a list and he'll say, Mm-hmm. This is what you were. You were thieves. Mm-hmm. You were murderers. You were liars. And you were liars. And you were adulterers. And you were filled with lust and fornication. And you were lasciviousness. It was and don't part forget. Of your, all these big words that we have to look up what they mean every time. It means just live in the horrible. But, it, but some said, of them we don't because liars we don't have to look up. And right. Envious we don't. But nobody rah. gets through the list without a scar. Right. Nobody gets through the list without injury because mm-hmm. you know that you were. And, and there's so many places he does that. And then the next two words, but God. But God. Mm-hmm. So hopeless as the case was, mm-hmm. but God. All of us have done these things. All of us in time past. In that same dead state. But God. But God. But God, who is rich in mercy thank, for his great you, love wherewith he loved us. Even when we were dead in sins, hath quickened us together with Christ by grace ye are saved. In other words, you're part of the resurrection. Mm-hmm. He burst out of that tomb on day three, right? Mm-hmm. And he is victorious over death and hell and the grave. Everybody who believed in him is also. Mm-hmm. You were dead. You were just the same as buried. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You'd been dead a long time. But on resurrection day, he you are resurrected as well. Mm-hmm. Right? You're going to be physically, but you are right now spiritually right. resurrected yes. in Christ. If he sits by the throne... I sit by the throne. If if he is speaking to the Father and accepted and loved by the Father, I'm speaking to the Father and accepted mm-hmm. and loved by the mm-hmm. Father because he put me in Christ. And here's your here's one of the lines I like to hear but you talk God. about. And it says in verse 6, And hath raised us up together and made us sit together in heavenly places in Christ Jesus. There's a gnat, sorry. That's okay. And I, I like that verse. I like the heavenly places that we sit in in Christ Jesus. I've literally sat in places that felt heavenly here. Mm-hmm. I have been in the presence of Christians, mm-hmm. and the Spirit of God be so powerful and His love so full 
You know what I'm talking about. Mm-hmm, I do. That you thought, I don't want to leave this room. Mm-hmm. I don't want to walk out of this place and not feel this. Felt the presence of God. Felt mm-hmm. His glory all around you. I'm not making it up. I'm not that person. I'm, a, I'm the most stoic. Mm-hmm. Not make a show, not make a scene. But I have been in heavenly places on earth with the people of God. But I believe this means more than that. I mm-hmm. mean, I'm sitting positionally in Christ right now. Mm-hmm. He hath made me who was just a dead dog. Mm-hmm. And that's Paul actually says. a word Paul says in another book. Mm-hmm. You're dead just dog a dead that dog. I am. Am sitting in heavenly heavenly places, places in, in Christ, Christ Jesus. Jesus, not on our own, but yeah. in Christ. Because, because I'm not who? dead anymore in Him. I'm mm-hmm. alive. I stopped being a zombie. I stopped looking alive, but actually I'm dead. Mm-hmm. And I started being alive. And sometimes I we talked about this earlier today, and I don't know how to say this the right way. So forgive me and help me. But so, haven't you been around someone who you felt like there was they were empty? They just had nothing. There, it's almost it's kind of sad. But when you are around Christian people that have Christ in them, you, you can. Feel it's it. a different thing altogether. Your spirit bears witness with their spirit. There's a sameness there because mm-hmm. there's a life there. Mm-hmm. there. It is alive. Mm-hmm. It is. Somebody, we were just joking that it's Halloween. I guess I've got zombies and Halloween stuff on my mind. <laughs> but it, Richie and I were just joking the other day about something he wanted me to do. He said, "Are you dead?" He texted me, "Are you dead?" I'm like, "Impossible." if you hear that I am don't believe it Mm -hmm. you know my dad Mm -hmm. used to say that all the time people will tell you I'm dead don't believe it for a minute I'm never going to die you know we might not see I'm never going to die I'm eternally alive in Christ Mm -hmm. Jesus and and the way that you but I'm alive here in a different yes. way than people that are lost. Like I'm going I agree with I'm going to live forever, but there's a different life in me here. than I had when I was not a Christian person. I was alive physically. I had a good life. I had a good childhood. Had a, but when I met Jesus, there's a new life in me. There there's a way of seeing the world and being in the world, mm-hmm. a security in the world. Mm-hmm. That only and comes a from being in Christ. Security in the midst of uncertainty. Yeah. Right. And and this chapter deals with some issues of like people call the controversy of eternal security. Once you're saved, mm-hmm. can you ever be lost? It deals with some of those kind of issues. But I think you missed the point. I think the debate and I say this all the time on Battle Ready, misses the entire point. Mm-hmm. I agree. If yeah. you are looking for a way to be lost, you haven't found your security in Christ. Mm-hmm. If you're looking for how much can I get away with and still make it. You don't get it yet. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yes. If, if you're saying, is there something else I need to add? You don't understand it yet. And I'm not saying, I'm not taking parts in the huge debate. No. I'm saying you're asking the wrong question. Mm-hmm. Because to be dead and made alive means that I get, and if I can wrap my head around it, and you can wrap your head around it, who Christ is and what he's able to do. Why would I not want to see all of it just the way he sees it? Mm-hmm. Why would I not want to see how much I can do, not how much Christ. I can get away with? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, I know we're all sinners. We're all tempted to sin. I'm not disclaiming that. I know we're not perfect. But I'm just saying you're asking the wrong question. How many times do I have to go to church and still make it to heaven? Wrong mm-hmm. question. Wrong question. Stupid question. Do I have to be baptized? Don't be offended. Stupid question. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I want to? If I know who he is... Why wouldn't and I he's want to? he's put life down inside of me. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't I want to do everything that he thinks is a good idea? Yes. Do you know what I mean? My yes. question should be, what else can I do? Yes. Not not to be saved, but what else can I do to honor him? What else can I do to thank him? Mm-hmm. What else can I do to be a part of what he's doing? Mm-hmm. We've got the wrong questions, and we spend 
We're absolutely centuries debating the wrong question. And, it's, and exactly what I said earlier, when you really just just read it for what it says, we have almost always were absolutely the opposite of what. Can he you said reject Jesus Christ and walk away and God absolutely. honor your choice? Yeah, yep. Bible says so. You can. It's not wise thing to do, but you Bible can do says it. you can do that. You're not a prisoner, Mm-mm. right? It doesn't make you. You're not a prisoner. It's the wrong question. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. If you know him, why would you? Yeah. I agree with that. Right? Mm-hmm. Just come and see how good he is. Come and taste and see. And, and you'll know that this isn't something you want to be a little part of your life. This is your life. Mm-hmm. Because the little part of your life, you want to be 90% dead? You mm-hmm. want to be 80%, 80% dead? dead? Or do you want to be completely and totally alive? What's, mm-hmm. what's the choice you want to make? Mm-hmm. And you're only going to find that life in Christ. Mm-hmm. And that's where it is. Right? It's like that little seedling that just keeps growing and gets bigger. Yeah. And it's the thing by grace. Is are you saved? How do you grace. mean that? Well, I just mean that the more you learn, the more you can open, more you can look up. I love it when Matt says uh, that he looks up sometimes and he sees the clouds. If we're not careful, we can go a long time and not look up and see the bigger things in our lives. Right? It just the more you are in it, the the bigger you can let you become in it. Do you remember when you were dating? Yes. And when you weren't with him, all you did was think about him. Mm-hmm. Wrote his name on my book. Yeah. Yeah. See how your name would look with his last name. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I did that. Right. Mm-hmm. And like when whenever you're getting dressed, you think, but I might see him today. Mm-hmm. So I better do this. Mm-hmm. Right. I better put this on instead of that. Mm-hmm. Because I might see him today. You never know. And everybody get off the phone because at that time we didn't have cell phones. We didn't have multiple call yeah, waiting and all these things. So everybody get off the phone because he could call. And, and I want the line clear. And I knew when he was Because when call. he calls, mm-hmm. everything stops and I'm going to talk to him. Right? Yeah. And, and if no matter what I was doing, no matter what I was up to, if Richie would call and say, hey, you want to go? Yes. The answer is yes, I want to <laughs> go. Yes. Wherever you're going, I want to go. I still feel that way. I do. He calls me from work and he says, wherever you go, I want to go. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's go. He said the other day he had to go to Indiana for work. I'm like, you want me to go? He's like, you don't need to go. You know, I would go. I just go and be where you are because I love him. I feel that same. I feel that way about Christ. And I think that is like, that's why he describes it as a marriage. That's why he describes it as love. And I know some people like get uncomfortable with that analogy. But when God says that being the church is like being the bride of Christ, Mm -hmm. I don't want to figure out how far away I can get from him and him still love me. Mm -hmm. I want to figure out, are you here yet? What are we doing today? Mm -hmm. What's going on? What do you got to say to me? Can Mm -hmm. you show me what's next? And Mm -hmm. let's talk. Mm -hmm. Let's have a conversation. Mm -hmm. Let me read the word and see where's your heart at. Mm -hmm. So I can know, I can line my heart up with that. Mm-hmm. Like it's it's not the same thing. It's a it's thinking about you know it completely I mean? different. Yes. I do know exactly what you mean. So I feel like a lot of the questions we get caught up in are a question where we haven't got it yet. Mm-hmm. I agree with that. I would agree with that. Mm-hmm. And it goes on. Paul goes on to say more about that. Yeah. Um verse seven that in the ages to come he might show the exceeding riches of his grace in his kindness toward us through Christ Jesus. Do you notice the words he's using? Mm-hmm. Um, Quickening us together by grace are you saved. You are saved. Raised us up together to sit in heavenly places. In the ages to come, exceeding riches. Do you not of think it's grace. a wooing? Kindness toward Yeah, it's, it's a like, wooing. It's, it's like a, I want you to know that this, this is, is a good, good thing. And yeah, it's not, it's not something you this should dread or 
as he's trying to talk to people. Which is interesting. When we, we mentioned this last week, I'm not going into depth about it, but that is what they're accused of in the book of Revelation, missing. Mm-hmm. It's like, you forgot this is love. This is, that's what You it is. forgot yes. that I'm your first love, Jesus says to the Ephesian well, church. And, and Paul's telling them right here, that's what this is. This is God extending kindness mm-hmm. and mercy and grace and riches and love, abundance. If you don't have a good, if you've never his. been married or you don't have a husband and wife, or where if you're in a bad happen, marriage, this doesn't But what about, connect. but what about those people that you do love your mother your father your aunts your uncles this cousin somebody that you were anxious to be around somebody you love couldn't wait to see couldn't i mean this the marriage is the is the ultimate picture portsmouth Hmm. portsmouth (laughs) when we my dad got a job down in portsmouth when i was a a little girl and you would think that would be nothing we're still in ohio we're (laughs) we're in half a day's driving it's nothing to be in Portsmouth and, and grandparents to be in God's place, but we're Appalachians. We don't work that way. Mm-hmm. And I don't have too much. Mm-hmm. And do you remember like how our heart, all week our heart was heavy? Till we got to And then we'd, we'd, we'd come up the river. Mm-hmm. We'd get to Eastern Avenue, and we can't hardly sit in our seat. Because we're all going to sit. And Grandma and Grandpa being on the porch. Waiting on you to get there. Couldn't wait for us to get And the love. And we had and a the great rejoicing. weekend. And and, I know you think I'm crazy. To, if you're not we, from Appalachia, you don't know what I'm talking about. But <laughs> but that reunion of family on the weekend, because every weekend we went home. <laughs> we, we couldn't stay. If we'd stayed in Portsmouth, you might have stayed there. And we might have. <laughs> but but we, every weekend, we're like, we, we've got to go home. we got to be with And family. then sometimes on Wednesday night, they'd drive down on Wednesday just to just to be down I'd there. I forgot about that. Mm-hmm. And come up they the come big down. steps with presents. With, not with presents, but something in the back. Something, yep. They usually brought you snacks, mm-hmm. things that you like. But that, that same, like, I can't wait to see you because then everything's going to be all right. Mm-hmm. That's what I want you to feel, people listening to this, when and it won't happen the first time you do it no, or the first no. a thousand when you open your bible i want you to feel like i can't wait to do this and what's when you say? pray i want to say i want you to feel like i can't wait to talk to him mm-hmm. because because i'm trusting that that person i'm talking to and reading about loves me enough. so much mm-hmm. right that this mm-hmm. is going to be great do you suppose that the reason people don't think they don't that way is because they don't understand love that he loves them or i do is it because, i think he's saying is this it because, right here is it because we in our society we don't love very well because when you were a dead tired dog what did he say god who is rich in mercy for his great love wherewith he loved us because of how much he like you don't kindness. have to be afraid i'm coming to the bible and this is a god who can't stand me oh he's gonna i'm coming to the bible waiting. remember you're, you're and this is a fear, cold dead life. being you're, who doesn't care mm-hmm. your whole fear your whole entire young he's life gonna was he's just gonna get mad at you for something yeah. he just can't wait to catch you i can't it. be good enough for him to like me you yeah. got the wrong idea you got the wrong god mm-hmm. read verse four because his great love mm-hmm. wherewith he loved us. Mm-hmm. And you know what? You, I don't love. find very many people who don't want to be loved like that. Mm-hmm. But we don't see that right. in our society. So, Or we don't see it. Uh, and we've, we've talked about this a lot. We've talked about parents and children. But fathers loving their children. And fathers having an active role with their children. And we don't That's see a lot of a that. a big reason that I have no problem thinking that God wants to hear from me. Right. Because my dad always called me mm-hmm. 15 times a day mm-hmm. and always wanted to hear my voice. Whatever you had so to say. So much that you think, surely he's not calling me again. We <laughs> talked two minutes ago. But yes, he was calling me again. And you know what? I would give anything mm-hmm. to call him again. 
Now we're all just gonna sit here and cry. <laughs> but but I have no problem there. thinking that the father wants to hear from me, but is or that because, he wants to show me something and talk to me. Here's that place. Is it's that's why yeah. I think it's hard for people to understand. I do too. That God loves them I because do they don't have that kind of relationship with their families and with their. But children. you can. But you can in Christ. Mm-hmm. You can sit in heavenly yes. places in Christ Jesus. And you, you can. To. And I think the more you deal with God, the more you talk with Him, the more you read about him the more you see how he loves the people i mean that's what this book is full of it's telling you about jesus and how much even from the beginning how he lays the groundwork so that they can love he can love them and they can love him once you start to see that then you can can maybe say to yourself hey you know what i'm part of that there is something about a father's love there is you can have it whether you have it physically or not you can have it Mm-hmm. It's yours. Mm-hmm. It belongs to you. But I, my husband, he's not a kid person. He's not a baby person. I mean, they're okay, but he was never going to go over and take an interest in somebody. That's babies. not how he's mm-hmm. made, except for his babies. Mm-hmm. And his babies, he wants with him all the time. Yeah. Mm-hmm. His ba- like when I say, we've never had a time when we were going anywhere that he didn't say, now are the kids coming? Mm-hmm. You know, are they mm-hmm. going to be there? Or, or how are we going to work this out? He, they're his babies. Mm-hmm. And that love is fierce mm-hmm. and intense and protective and mm-hmm. all-consuming. And you just, you want to, you say stupid things just so to make him laugh. And you text him crazy pictures just mm-hmm. to get him to respond because you want him to know, hey, we still... Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, said I, I know that, I'm going I said, on and on, no, but that's, I said that's how Facebook you need to understand. That even God as you get Father. older, as you get older, parents have to adjust to a different kind of relationship. But you still want it, right? You, you still, still want every day to know they're okay. Mm-hmm. You got to. And, that, and not just that they're okay. I, I do want to know that they're okay. And here's but I want to know that our heart's connected. But here's the world that says, Clingy, you know, controlling. Oh, come on, yeah. leave them alone. Leave them, no, yeah. I'm not going to. <laughs> no, it's like it's you do need to let God lead them and not try to be the Lord of their Absolutely. life. Because that's a temptation that's into sin. But at the same time, I want to know everything mm-hmm. oh uh, not that they'll share because you still can't I wait to be hear connected. from them right and you still them. can't wait to and hear and the father can't wait to hear from you and we and we have to kind of learn that a little bit and the bit. father wants to tell you things mm-hmm. there's a lot of things i still want to tell my kids god has a lot of things he wants to tell me i don't want to right I don't want to wait and then just get it when i get there i want to be in a constant state of communication I mean, now exactly show me now help me now Help me, you know, and and again, if you look up instead of looking down at yourself all the time and look up, it's an amazing thing what you can see. And I say that saying that to myself, knowing that there are days that as old as I am and as long as I've been in church, I still hang my head and, you know, have to remind myself to look up Mm -hmm. because you've got to look up once in a while to see. I think I heard a minister say once that on one of his favorite vacations, now think about this, and you've probably done this. I haven't done this. I'm going to try this the next time I go somewhere away on a beach or something. He said that when they went, the best vacation he can remember was that they went to, like, I want to say the Gulf of Mexico. I don't know exactly where it was now. I don't know if it was in the mountains or the beach. I can't remember. But he laid down on the dock with his wife. They went out at night and laid down and just watched the stars. I have done this. And just talked (laughs) and just watched the stars and was just amazed at, because they were not in the city lights. They were out where it was dark. And Mm -hmm. they could just look up into the heavens and just think, wow. Blissful. Look at this. Look at all these stars. Look at this Mm -hmm. stuff. And occasionally a shooting star or an airplane going by. And I thought, you know what? That's what we don't do enough with God. We 
we want him, sometimes we need to be quiet and let him tell us stuff mm-hmm. right let the father talk to you instead of you just always okay now here's what I want and here's what we need to do and here's what I'm worried about and here's what I just stop and let him do some mm-hmm. talking or not or, or just be sometimes there in his just presence. being still in his presence. We did that with family too, mm-hmm. right? Sometimes yeah. you sat with Rick in comfortable and it was just, nice, just sitting there, yeah. just sitting there listening or watching yeah. TV or whatever. Yeah. So verse eight. Go, mm-hmm. Yeah, don't fit. Don't forget to really pay attention right now to eight, nine, and ten. Yeah, I've got mine highlighted. <laughs> for eight, are good. verse nine, verse eight, good, nine, good, and good. ten, Ephesians chapter two. For by grace are you saved through faith. That isn't your, and that that's not, not something of yourself. You it is the gift of God. God gave you the faith to believe. Mm-hmm. You say, I don't have enough the faith. Father, God you gave can't you the come faith to, the to believe. Father except to call you. Right? But guess what? He gave it to you. It's a gift. Mm-hmm. Not, you can believe. Not of works, lest any man should boast. You didn't get it because you're better than me, right? Because we'd sin. The Gentile. We, if didn't if, get if you had to work to get faith, you'd sin and then not get faith. Mm-hmm. Because we, we want to brag on how. How humble we are. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Verse 10. For we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus unto good works, which God hath before ordained that we should walk in them. Verse 11. Wherefore remember that ye being in times past Gentiles in the flesh, who are, call, who are called uncircumcision by that which is called the circumcision in the flesh made by hands. That at that time ye were without Christ, being aliens from the commonwealth of Israel and strangers from the covenants of promises of promise, having no hope and without God in the world. So it was like, you know, there was this time that you felt like the have-nots, mm-hmm. and the Jews were the haves, right? Yeah, everybody. So yeah. you were the have-nots. I mean, you're called the uncircumcision. In other words. You the didn't. not chosen, the not special, the not set aside. But he said, I want you to know that was not the plan. The plan is Christ. You were aliens from mm-hmm. God. You, from you alienated yourself mm-hmm. from God. You know, at the Tower of Babel, our sin alienated us. And Don't then, forget too. And then as they get to, when they go further away from God, they start worshiping these idols they've made. And Romans tells you why if you go to the book of Romans, because it's a lot easier to give yourself over to an idol who's going to give you what you want than to serve a God who's going to require you to, do to understand things. the things he wants. Mm-hmm. But here we go into this system where you've alienated too. yourself and he said you were born aliens. But don't forget or this foreigners too. to this. Don't forget too that even back in the law, if a stranger wanted to join up, sure. you were I'm, I'm not to. saying that. I'm just saying I like but maybe when you've looked to. at God, maybe when you've heard of God, let's put it here. Let's put it in 2022. I mean, you're not called the uncircumcision out there listening to us if you're lost you're not called that anymore but the jews would have said i don't eat with you i don't and for good reason Mm -hmm. okay i don't eat with you i don't intermarry with you you don't we're we don't have relationships with you i mean we'll be kind to you You and we'll be good to you we'll give you arrogant you would have called them but you're uncircumcised and we're circumcised we are the ones that god's chosen Mm -hmm. paul's saying listen you felt like that an outcast from God your whole life. So I put it in 2022. There are people that have never been to church, have never mm-hmm. had a Christian family, don't know what it's like to have a whole family, don't know what it's mm-hmm. like to have 
that father that we talked about before or that relationship or that with the family that you love. Yeah. So you felt always like, no, those are the haves. Those are the good people that go to church and we're the have nots. Mm-hmm. It's not that we don't want to know God, but we're not part of that group. I feel separated from that group. I've, for me to go into church right now would just feel really strange. I mean, I'm serious. There's That's people that true. feel that way. I've never done that. They're gonna, the minute I come in, they're going to wonder, wonder how long it's going to take me to go up to the altar. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be looking at me. Right? They're going to be wondering my position with God. I'm just saying I can put myself in the place of an unbeliever thinking that would be a very uncomfortable. I don't go places where I'm not comfortable. You don't go places where you're not comfortable. I'm just saying these people that had been saved in the Ephesian church, Paul went to them. Mm -hmm. Paul went out. He went to the synagogue first. They rejected him. He went to a university then he went to the fields he went to the people where they were went to houses he went to work he in went town to so they would come by because they didn't tents. they'd never come to the synagogue and hear it the gentile mm-hmm. people that are here would never come in they're not that's that's circumcised people we're uncircumcised people today you'd say those are church people mm-hmm. we're just regular people mm-hmm. we we don't go to church we've never went to church it doesn't feel normal to me to do that mm-hmm. so guess what the church is going to have to do gonna go, go to, to them, them. Yes. You're going to have to go to them and let them know what Paul is letting them understand about themselves is that, yeah, you you feel like you're an outcast of God, but, but God not. made you. Mm-hmm. You're fearfully and wonderfully made. You are mm-hmm. designed by God for good works. You are, He wants to be in a relationship with you. He wants to share the bounties of heaven with you mm-hmm. and the glories of Christ with you. He wants to share salvation with you. You can have and this. And you're not going to do that by finding fault and pointing out things and being... No, there's plenty of things when I come to Christ. Plenty of things. That I'm going to have to line up in my life and see His way. He's going to show me the way through His Word. And I'm going to have to obey it if I'm in this thing, really. Mm-hmm. But when I go out in the world and try to invite people to Christ, my mission is that here's who He is. Because of His great love. So verse 13. Right? But now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off. That was me, a far off. Are made nigh in the blood of Christ. Because of your belief in the the death and burial and resurrection of of Jesus, the sacrifice that was made, because of that, you're, you're right here. Some of us, I think, you know, we've gotten a little closer. I'm in the door. Mm hmm. But I'm not all the way the way up to Christ yet. Like I'm not well, all the way up to him because now I'm in, I'm trying to do right things and I'm trying to go to church and I'm trying to to lead my family in the right way. And maybe you've been in church for years feeling that way. Mm-hmm. But I still don't feel like I'm one of them. Like I feel like I'm here, but I'm not really a part of whatever is going on there. They've mm-hmm. got some I don't have. Mm-hmm going on mm-hmm. right and i'm not sure how to get closer and what is he saying in that verse come on sometimes we're far you off. used to be not. far off but now you're made very very close you're you so closer close in you you're so closer in christ what i what i would hesitate right? what i hesitate to say because i know that the person one the person if you hear this and you're the person that was involved in this don't take this as a uh, anything bad because i'm not saying anything bad against that person at all that's a good it's a good person but if we're not careful we get caught up in things that don't matter right i don't like that kind of clothes i don't like that kind of hair i don't like that kind of dress or i don't like that kind of music and i can't believe we have that in the church and the truth is, get on as close as you want. Whatever it takes to get yeah. them in here, why do why now, here's would we the thing. be against that? The blood of Christ cleanses from all sin. All. 
I love the word all. The blood of Christ cleanses from all sin. He, he those that were far off are now, are now nigh. nigh. Now they're close. By you that can blood. be just as close to Christ as you want to be. And we're you can not be just as close to, as you so want to be. So for some of us, but what it will take is in church being in Christ. Right? Don't be so. Don't be so. I don't want to do it this way. You do it your way. You get nine. I mean, Christ. There's, there's, there's things that have to be when done. When you come to Christ, you're going to have to agree that He's Lord of all, and you, He and you have to see things too. His way. Yes, but He's saying, "Come on, as close as you want to get." Mm-hmm. And when you don't understand mm-hmm. it, get a little come closer, closer and get a better view. Yeah. See what I mean by that. Mm-hmm. See what I see where I'm going. Don't with step that. back and start right. Being the, don't the be offended by discourages it. and defends. Come on closer. Come on up yeah. And here's the other thing. You're just as welcome as anybody else. Absolutely. We think we're not. We think those are the good people. No, don't think that. Get as close there as There is you none mean. good, no, not one. Right? You can come on up front. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Come on and get as close to the fire as you want to For be. For he is our peace who hath made both one and hath broken down the middle wall of partition between That's us. That's what I was talking about. He the division. He has said you don't have the, to be The separate. division used to be Jews who knew of God. And Gentiles, and Gentiles who, who did not circumcision and uncircumcision. He said, Christ just crushed that wall. He, he just knocked it down. And he said, whosoever will may come. Come on. Yes. Right? So there's no wall of, he, I'm a little bit Christian, or I'm almost saved, or I'm in church, but I don't know where I stand. You, All of us are welcome to the throne of God. And I like the phrasing. He didn't just say. He says, for he is our peace mm-hmm. who hath made both one. one we're just one we 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 want to say i mean this is where a lot of things come in about um all kinds of divisions amongst the body of christ there shouldn't Stupid be divisions. divisions in the bodies of christ right we're all in and this from together the, from the beginning and you start not. reading the names and the nationalities of the people spreading the gospel there are none there are none. there are no divisions between this guy came from ethiopia and this guy comes from this area and this, this guy comes from, from the middle England, east and yeah. this guy comes. Mm-hmm. there's no divisions in any of these things mm-hmm. it's there is one and this Christ. is through Christ. You know what anything else is? Corruption. Mm-hmm. And it's our of own. Of the true church. It's our own willingness to set up boundaries and let's be different. And I'm better the than you. The haves and the have nots. I'm better than you. I'm a little bit right? better than you. Right? We shouldn't which have is, that Which part. is the two things God hates above all things. Pride and pride, self-righteousness. Pride look and, yes, discord among the brethren. Mm-hmm. Verse 15, having abolished in his flesh the enmity, even the law of commandments contained in ordinances... Now that sounds big, but break that down. For to make in himself of twain, of two, one new man, so making peace. Right? Having abolished in his flesh the enmity of even the law of commandments contained in ordinances, for to make in himself of twain, of two, one new man, so making peace. The law, if you think literally... Mm-hmm. The law that God gave Moses came on two tablets, two mm-hmm. stone tablets. Mm-hmm. Carries him down the hill. This is how God says this is the right way. This is what you need to do mm-hmm. to be right and to holy, to be holy. But Christ in His body took the punishment for all the law we broke, mm-hmm. all that all the punishment rightly deserved of all humankind for all time. He took into His body, and He that law He fulfilled it to every dot of an eye and cross of a T to the perfection of the intent of God Christ mm-hmm. fulfilled the law he mm-hmm. did everything right and he took all of our wrong mm-hmm. as only he could do and he nailed it to a cross mm-hmm. to be left there 
the, the law the and its punishments made. are left there. Mm-hmm. And now we have something, Romans says, so much better. So Hebrews much better. says, so much better. We have Christ himself. So we don't have tablets of stone, the ordinances that we're keeping. Mm-hmm. Those are good things. Those are things that came from God, but they're fulfilled in Jesus Christ. He's our law. Mm -hmm. The law of Christ is our law. Mm -hmm. The Spirit of Christ is our leading. The Mm -hmm. the presence of Christ is is our glory and our aim. Like, He's replaced that. More and better, above and beyond, greater than all, knowing is Christ. On top of that, He knows we could never have kept all of that anyway. He already fixed it. He fixed that, so we didn't have to worry about that part. He fixed it. So when you come to him, it's not just keeping a system of rules. It is knowing a person who loves you and who paid for you and, and trusting and did all that and it takes faith. and didn't leave anything out. Mm-hmm. He didn't forget your sin when he died on the cross. Mm-hmm. He took it. And whosoever will may come and be a part of it. Mm-hmm. Verse right? 16, and that he might reconcile both unto God law and grace in one body by the cross having slain the enemy thereby enmity enmity, enmity. sorry enmity slain the yeah. en- enmity thereby i'm sorry for that there's enmity that's that's, that's mm-hmm. me and god an enemy because of because of the breaking of his law because his holiness and my unholiness his mm-hmm. righteousness my mm-hmm. unrighteousness christ crushed it mm-hmm. there's said, no wall get over that mm-hmm. right the temp- i can't veil in the temple i tour. used to have to stay away from that mountain because if, if you I touch, touch it, you'll it, die. Mm-hmm. Right? The mountain where the law was given. I used to have to offer sacrifices. I used to have and to. And when I offered that sacrifice, that was done behind a dark curtain mm-hmm. by a a person who I couldn't, I had to put my faith and trust in it because I couldn't even see what was happening. I mean, mm-hmm. for all I know, mm-hmm. he goes in there and does something else. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Because I had to put my faith in something I couldn't see, mm-hmm. just like we do now. But the but he, there was a separation, this cloth that hung mm-hmm. between where the real deal went down mm-hmm. and where I could stand. Mm-hmm. Right, but Christ tore down that middle wall partition. He mm-hmm. ripped it in half. Mm-hmm. He shredded From it. top to bottom. Because when he paid for all our sin, I can come right up as close as I want. Mm-hmm. And see the mercy seat mm-hmm. by his great mercy. And that's the thing. By with he loved us. How close right? do you want to be? Come right up to the mercy seat. Take mm-hmm. a good look because it's him. Because I can touch him and handle him and see him. That's why he came, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. He is the mercy seat. He is the mercy he seat. He is the place he you is find everything grace. In there. He is the one who gives you the faith to believe. And he's the one who invites you to come take a look. What does he say to Thomas? He, he, he rises from the dead and he comes into the room where the disciples are. just appears there with them. And Thomas wasn't there. So the next time they're all together and Thomas is with them, he said, I won't believe what you're saying until I touch the nail prints in his hand and in his side. Jesus says, come look. Here it is. Come as close as you want, Thomas. Mm-hmm. Because that's the reason I came. And come I think, as close as you want. I think that is the, I don't know, that seems to be our theme tonight in Ephesians chapter 2. You can be as close as you want to be. It's nobody's fault but your own. Thomas said, my Lord and my God. Mm-hmm. My, he didn't have to touch, he didn't but he to was touch. able to come close enough to see who is this Jesus. You can come just as close as you want to be, mm-hmm. right? And verse 17 says, And came and preached peace to you which were afar off. Again, he's pointing out, you were far off. And to them that were nigh. There is some of you that are far, and there's some of you that are Some of close. you that should have recognized the Messiah and did. Mm-hmm. And some of you who have never even heard of there was such a thing. And now you and the gospel's for both. Mm-hmm. For through him... We both have access by one spirit unto the Father. So we're not different. We're now together. Mm -hmm. We're same. Now, therefore, ye are no more strangers and (laughs) foreigners, but fellow citizens with the saints. 
and of the household of God. I love that sentence. I really do. Mm -hmm. You are no more strangers and foreigners. You don't have to stay over there as if you don't know anything. Like a second-class citizen of God. Citizens, you're the same with the saints. There are churches that will make you feel like that, and I hope we never are one. I don't ever want to be that, and it's probably not a real church. But there are places where if you have come out of a certain lifestyle or out of a certain sin, you feel like a second-class citizen of God. You should not. Like a little less than the ones that were good all along, which no, weren't good all along. That is not the way They it were is. all afar off. They were all afar off. And there's nobody sitting in your church who's not afar as saved. If they're saved, they're as saved as you are. Mm-hmm. If, if they've got Christ, they've got just as much as you got. Mm-hmm. They've got as much a part of heaven as you've got. Now, we're going to be rewarded for the things we do to honor Him, glory Him, and in love of Him and service mm-hmm. of Him. But you get to you get the whole package of Christ when you get saved. You've got the riches of heaven yes. and the glory you of Christ. Have, you don't, You're not a second-class no second citizen class, yeah. of God. Yeah, there is no stepchildren. And as a matter of fact, the Bible says we'll be shocked when we see the ones that are at the front of the line because they'll be the ones we put at the end. Mm-hmm. And the ones that are at the end of the line will be the ones we the thought deserve to be at the front. The will be first. Right? Mm-hmm. He that wants to be the first The way we would line them up all. in some mm-hmm. stupid parade, which I don't understand a parade in heaven, but okay. But <laughs> the way we would line them up for the parade, we would get it all wrong. Mm-hmm. And here we go with it. Verse 20. And are built upon the foundation of what? The apostles apostles and prophets. Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone. And if you didn't highlight this, you should. I've got it highlighted Mm -hmm. in mine. In in Jesus Christ himself being the chief cornerstone in whom all the building fitly framed together groweth unto a holy temple in the Lord in whom ye also are builded together for an habitation of God through the Spirit. He lives here. And it's all one. And, he, and when we all get together and we're, we've humbled ourselves to realize who we are and where we came from, Fit and we, we are together. glorifying God for what He's built in the house of God, this church, Addison Church and the church as a whole, when we get together in one mind and one accord, throw all the division out. There should not be division. Get it out of here and quit because Stop we're it. equals. We're not above one another. Right. We're not fearing somebody's going to take our place. When we all come together, that's where Christ come. He is in us separately, but He sure shines when we are together. Mm-hmm. And then the people that are needing that refuge and that Father and that love and that peace, come they on. see us as a shining city on a hill, a place to get help, mm-hmm. not to get rejected or not to get put down and or to be judged, to say, but a place of help. Well, let's talk about that for a minute, because that's not to say that in your Christian walk, sometimes your feelings don't get hurt or your 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 faith gets weak or Richie somebody crucify those feelings and you wouldn't hurt, have any feelings somebody to hurt. feels bad about something i get it but, yeah but you don't have time to wallow in that because we're all fitly framed together who are you serving there your you feelings go. yeah no you can't serve your feelings are we serving our feelings are our we feelings serving are ourselves? fickle right aren't they our heart is exceedingly wicked and who can i'm not saying it? don't have feelings i'm saying who are you going to obey mm-hmm. you're going to obey your feelings you're going to obey the lord we, we're meant to be built together. And you know what makes the most interesting house when the materials complement one another, when they're not exactly the same? How boring is it when everything in the house is exactly the same? Mm-hmm. But when you bring different things together, you have beauty mm-hmm. and you have strength and you have purpose. And fitly framed fitly. means it, it works just perfect. It's, it's the right The people in the church are the right people to be there. Mm-hmm. They're the ones God put there. Faults and all, flaws right? and all, the people attitudes in, and the all. The people in the body of Christ are the ones He wants there. Mm-hmm. In yeah. whom ye also are builded together 
for a habitation of God through the Spirit. The Holy Spirit will work through a church when it's fitly framed together the and built church together. And a right? church. Yeah. So we are at the end of Ephesians chapter two, so let's go back. For the older Christians, straighten up <laughs> my words, my words to myself. Look up. Stop stop being so self-focused. This isn't about you. This is you about... you get tired and you look at your feet. You can't... I'm you, serious. You can't, I, that's you can't really... go anywhere looking at yourself. When you're looking yeah. at yourself, you're, you're missing strength. the whole point. We are fit together. There are no big me's, little you's. I don't, it doesn't matter what you think or how anybody else may think. He put us together the way he wants us. And sometimes we have to set ourself aside and say, okay, you know what? God is good. I don't understand it, but God, you can't change how you, God is God. He's got to be the center forefront. He's got to be his Holy Spirit, who things are through. It's got to be his way. We got to, we got to put ourselves aside. And I like what you said. Who are you going to serve? Your feelings? No, because my feelings are very fickle. I can have good feelings and bad feelings in the same five minutes and you can't there's, you can't go there's by no that. reward in that there's only death that way so you've got to especially as older christians how are we ever going to show the younger christians what how to handle life because there's always going to be disappointments i know kate said that today to ben he had a situation and his heart was broken there is going to be disappointments how does an old a younger christian know how to deal with that Sometimes they have to rely on watching the example of an older Christian. And what does the Word of God say? And that's where our focus should be. Not on me, mine, and my feelings, and my, I'm hurt, and I'm crying. Come on, get over it. Let's go. We got it. We've got too much to do and too short of a time to do it in. Now, for your section, you've got people who are just kind of dipping their toe in the water and they feel like they're the ones that are far off. I know what you feel like because I know what it's like to feel like everybody's got something you don't have or everybody God wants them but he doesn't want me I know what it feels like to feel far off I have that insecurity in me just like Mm -hmm. you have that insecurity in you just to give you a physical example I know what that's like being married like I I want to hear constantly that he loves me and he thinks I'm important and he thinks I'm beautiful and he thinks I'm special and he thinks I'm smart. Richie's not made that way. <laughs> and and when I'm looking for that, he always says the same thing. And I know this, he's trying to be funny, but he always says, you know, I've told you those things already and if they ever change, I'll let you know. <laughs> but I'm very glad that God doesn't do me that way. All through his word, he tells me he loves me. Over that his over. mercy endures forever. I mean, in that one psalm alone, he says it how many times? A bunch. Mm-hmm. The Lord is good and his mercy endures forever. forever. Mercy means he's ready to forgive me. He's ready to give me the grace that I need and, and the, the slack that I need to come as close as I need to to him. Through the blood of Jesus Christ. And I know what it feels like to not trust that enough. And watch this. To believe that God and means watch this. it. Although I might not have said it very well, I know what it's like to have your feelings hurt. Oh, yeah. I know what it's like to feel like, oh, well, they oh, don't yeah. even me want too. me there. I've been there. I'm not saying We've I don't. I'm just that. saying you have a choice to make about mm-hmm. that. What are you going to do with it? And that? I have a choice to make about what I'm saying as well. The choice is, are you going to believe what God said repeatedly? Or are you going to call the maker of heaven and earth a liar? Because mm-hmm. he said you can come just as close as you want. He made the way. Mm-hmm. He said, you're welcome. Come he on. said, whosoever will. And he said, by his great mercy and his great love, right, mm-hmm. we can be seated with Jesus Christ in heavenly places. I'm either going to believe that by choice sometimes when I don't feel it, or I'm going to continue to feel like the stranger in the back of the room, the have not. Mm-hmm. But I'm not a have not. 
I gave my life to Christ. I asked Him to be my Savior. I, I'm following Him. <coughs> I've got the Holy Spirit living in me. I'm not a have-not. I'm a have. Mm-hmm. So I need to tell myself that. And for new believers or people who haven't come close yet, yes, He's going to say yes. You can have this. Sometimes mm-hmm. we don't ask because we think He's going to say no. But if you come to Him, it's the Father's good and pleasure. you humble yourself, mm-hmm. you can have it. Yeah. Right? I agree. Thank you for joining us. I'm sorry we ran over just a little bit. They keep telling us not to do that, but we keep doing it anyway. (laughs) Hopefully we'll see you next Saturday. Battle ready. Keep your Bibles open. Just believe what it says.